How would you feel if your significant other stopped kissing you? Yeah, it doesn't feel good, right? Like, what? Now, before we start judging, okay, let's keep an open mind because her boyfriend of two years has a particular reason of why he stopped. But is it good enough or is it shady? We'll talk about it today on the show. Welcome to another stripped-down version of the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Got to talk about this laptop in a couple seconds because that's got like all the sound effects and everything on it. Um, this is a podcast that I do with my mom, and we do it every single day. Three principles, live, laugh, and love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. All right, let's go instantly into what we're calling uh, Package Watch 2021, which is <laughs> okay. very already starting 2021 off in a crazy thing. Uh, in case you weren't here for yesterday's podcast, so I left my backpack in Georgia, and everything was in there. Everything that's like near and dear and expensive to me was in there from my all my podcasting equipment, my Nintendo, uh, my headphones, my uh, I forget. There's just there's literally like thousands, almost like probably two thousand dollars worth of stuff in that backpack. But more importantly, is all the podcast stuffs in there. So I. Had to, I'm using a very bare bone system, which shout out Donald, by the way, because Donald messaged me and said he couldn't tell the difference if he wasn't listening in the first place. I, you know, if I didn't say in the first place, so that makes me feel better. Thank oh, you for at least letting yeah. us get by. Uh, I, yeah. I kind of wish you would have said it sounded about $250 worse, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, so my mom, like, I, I didn't think I was going to be able to get the or do do the podcast without it. So I said, "Oh my god! Well then, let's um, we had to get this stuff here as fast as possible." So we spent now literally it was about two hundred eighty dollars total, two fifty that was shipping. I had to go get about thirty dollars worth of stuff here just to make this get the show off the ground. Um, but it's supposed to be here tomorrow, uh, or technically it's today when you're listening to this. But for us, it's going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not sure what time. Uh, but that, that's the plan. So I thought we'd go ahead and track it and see where it is. Um, what's freaking me out though now is that I've typed in the tracking number twice into UPS and mom, it was UPS and not FedEx, right? Correct. And it's saying that it cannot locate the item. Oh (laughs) no. So now I'm even, it's not even about it getting here fast now because obviously we've got this little janky rigged up system over here Mm -hmm. but more so that i don't even know where it is there's so much stuff in there that it just has me even even if it were because i went ahead and bought fifteen hundred dollars worth of insurance on it in case something were to happen to it but it's not even about that it's like if this thing gets lost even replacing all of it is going to be such a hassle i can't even imagine like not like i'm gonna have to go through and get a new laptop it's just gonna be a a hassle so just everybody say a prayer (laughs) that this comes through and it gets done and it gets here and that everything's gonna be happy and we'll be good right so right of all um, the things there are to pray about to start the year. You pray for my laptop. You're praying for your your package. If if anything (laughs) needs prayers right now. Oh, God. In your world. Yeah. It's literally (laughs) going to be my backpack. So, um, (laughs) yeah, we'll just hope by this time tomorrow, if it's not here, you're going to see a mild freak out by uh, by me. So, there you go. Package Watch 2021 is uh, is well underway. 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 
Uh, in, did, did Monday hit anybody else like a ton of bricks? And mom, maybe probably not for you because you're just retired and, and not really doing much right now. But I don't know what happened today, but it was not cute. It was like not a cute thing to happen. And like, I think typically, I, I'm trying to think back in previous years of like, does this typically feel like the first week back after the holidays? There was something extremely heavy. And my work day, you know, starts on Sunday night with a show, with a mm-hmm. podcast. Right. I had such a bad anxiety attack last night. Hmm. I got maybe two hours of sleep because my body was just in like this pure and utter panic mode hmm. of trying to get back in the swing of things. And I don't know really where it came from, you know, so shout out my anxiety. We need to have like the anxiety crew on here, you know, like us <laughs> people with anxiety, right. we need to start our own little, um, maybe we, we just need to have our own little Facebook thread on the certified fans page or something where we're just like anxiety club. Here's what's going on right now. Well, I'm not surprised you had anxiety. Oh I mean, my God. I don't first know. First of all, because- you're, you're waiting on your laptop. You're having to do the podcast totally different and you're doing your radio show differently. Yeah. So, I yeah, that's a, mild, a lot of angst. I had a mild meltdown with a, a friend yesterday. It was like last night because I was like, I don't know how I even did this beforehand. I think I was running so hard mm-hmm. to get to just to get everything done last year, right? Last year was such a year of just get it done. I didn't really have time to sit around and it was just ever since the podcast, you know, I lost my job in January, which the one year anniversary that's coming up in 11 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my job in January and then I moped around for about mm, six weeks before we launched the podcast. Uh, well, maybe close to two months before. And I'm just trying to get like an idea of what I was going to do. But ever since like, I launched the podcast, I feel like it's just been go, 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 especially since I moved from, San Diego over to Baltimore. So last night, and mom, I kind of owe you an apology because I've just been in such a, uh, I don't know, like this panic mode of like, how, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. Like how in the world do I do a radio show and two podcasts? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how I did. I don't know how I did it last year. Like I don't even know how it was even possible for me to get it all done. So my mom, it, it was, it was such poorly timed text message mom and i don't know what spawned this text message today but i kind of snapped my mom because okay i'm like think about this i'm literally i spent like two hours trying to get all the podcast equipment set up we didn't record till late yesterday we recorded about seven o'clock which is late for us we usually record around five and then i'm sitting here and we're having right after that we have to test all of the equipment from home because we're doing the show from home this week because the company's like hey have you traveled you need to quarantine for 10 days so we're doing the radio show from home. And so right after I'm done recording the podcast, I have to hop over and test all the equipment for the radio show. Then I have to come back over and I got to record the rest of the podcast, edit it, get it up. I, I don't think I got done until about maybe 10 or 10.30 last night. Yeah. Um, I wake up, you know, I, I tell you, I go into like my mild panic attack of like, oh my God, how am I going to get all this stuff done this year? Uh, don't sleep well. Wake up around three, go to bed about maybe 12.30. Uh, maybe close to one, get up at three. Uh, just, I can't sleep. I'm just, I'm just in panic mode. And then I am, um, uh, then I, you know, I do, I do the radio show and I'm tired. It's hard. It's already hard because it's like stressful because we're trying to do it from home and everything's going wrong. And 
then literally it's like one o'clock. Okay. Like you can imagine how fried I am at this point. And my mom, it it was, it was was terrible timing. Mom, she just says my life would be so much embedded if we could start (laughs) to record at five o'clock this year. It's true. <laughs> hey, and I've got to look out you, for myself, right? Let me tell you. Yeah, no, listen, I get it. But let me tell you, that's like, uh, man, I want to tell you something else really bad that happened today, but something legal happened today too that we had to, we're trying to handle right now. Something legal with the radio station that we're not, we're not really in trouble for, but oh. it's just drama. I'll tell you about it when I feel safe. I feel like it's a little too fresh right now. I'll tell you maybe later on this week. Okay. Um, and I – um. I just literally like snapped. I was like, this woman, <laughs> this mother that brought me into this world <laughs> and gave me the gifts to do this craft, who is retired and has nothing to do all day, has the audacity, the audacity. This is my mindset, you know, at one o'clock with no nap. Mm-hmm. The audacity. To try to put me on a schedule at five o'clock sharp every single day. And so literally, let me let me tell you like the shitty text I responded back with. I was just I was like, there's no way I can guarantee that, mom. Please don't try to add extra pressure to me right now. I always do my best. That's literally how it sounded in my head as I was texting that too. I heard uh, it. Yeah, I was just like, I was not and, like, and what did I say? You said okay, thanks. <laughs> like, just chill. Okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah. I just I snapped. I just had a snap moment. Well. I literally don't know. And I, by the way, I apologize for that publicly because I it wasn't the best way to handle that. It's just it's just like with everything going on, and my my retired mother is because my dad's already being a pain in the ass. To be honest with you, like, like the last show of the year, he was like, "If I'm not on, we don't start recording by six o'clock. I'm not coming on anymore." So I'm like, Ugh. and then my mom now she's like, "I need to start right at five o'clock." I'm like y'all like what when i was out of work y'all like whatever you need like whatever you got to be working here well we just it's like we got 15 minutes get this shit done like let's just go let's get it let's like knock it out over here you know? hey just because we're retired doesn't mean we don't have a life yeah and, and we do live by schedule and i think that your life would be better if you lived by schedule also i know but this is the end of the day <laughs> That's the problem. I and get I have it. All intentions. And what's happening, honestly, what's happening is what I'm cutting out now is all the stuff I don't need to be cutting out. Like oh. I I like so like an example, if I wake up, like today I was like, I knew today was gonna be just hellish, so I didn't plan anything after the show today. Mm-hmm. Um, no workout, no anything. But that's mm-hmm. usually what gets cut is I cut out my workout or I cut out like my meditation or just even my quiet time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I'm just literally working sun up to sundown. Um, I just, I'm just having like, like 2021 gearing back up. And I don't know if anybody's feeling this, but if you are, just know that like you're in the same boat, but like getting back on the horse today was real challenging of like, how, how, how are we going to accomplish everything that we have to accomplish this year? Like, how is it going to get done? So but we'll try for, for five o'clock sharp. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, honey. Emma's over here. I swear. Thank you, honey. Thank Ugh. you. I mean, you know, when you get cheap help, you get what you get. God, no right? joke. You guys are about to hear a new mom step in here. That's going to be a different mom. Drawing some boundaries, holding some lines here. Yeah, I guess. Around my retirement. 
Yeah, your, your busy schedule. <laughs> um, uh, I want to talk. We didn't. We ran out of time yesterday. I'm trying because I'm trying. I really. So let's talk about 2021 in this podcast because okay. I I am. There's so many things that I have mentally planned for this podcast, but they're going to take work. And I plan on getting a lot of that work done over the holidays. But then when I got home, I, like all I needed to do was like decompress. And I realized that pretty quickly once I got there, I just constantly, I mean, I slept in late. I took naps every day. I just truly decompressed. I didn't, I took all my podcasting equipment with me in hopes to get stuff done, but nothing got done. And it cost me $280. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and who made so, most of your vegan gluten-free meals? Yeah, you did. You ah, did. Yeah. And yeah, I did. I ever complain about what time they were ready? No, no. I I'm, I'm your meal service in Dawsonville. So yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it was great. It was great. But the problem was, is that like I, everything that I wanted to get done to like launch into the new year, like didn't get done. So um, my plan is to try to keep this podcast as close to 30 minutes a day. Uh, I feel like, and I don't know that's going to happen, but I'm going to try to keep it as close to 30 minutes a day as possible. It's going to help me out. And I still feel like, you know, what's happening is that, now the episodes are getting longer is that people aren't able to – and I'd like your feedback on this too. If you feel like we – like you're getting too far behind, you know, like for example, if you had a 30-minute commute every day or 30 minutes to listen to a podcast and if you don't get in all of one day's episode, are you kind of like m- – kind of like, like feeling this anxiety to get everything listened to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's the right word, but almost like, oh, damn, like, how am I going to keep up with all these episodes? Especially if they're getting like 45 minutes, an hour every day. Right. Um, and it also obviously you know, keeps me on a time schedule too where I'm like, okay, we can cut back a little bit on the content because the episodes aren't going to be as long. Right. Um, I don't know. That's just my thought process. I'm going to try to keep this as 30 minutes. Also, I'll mention this, but I don't want to make a big production out of it. I'm going to try to keep the commercials shorter. Um, Mm -hmm. just because we, I I like the way that we do commercials because we're genuinely just talking about it, but then we can go out and talk about it for like four minutes, you know, and then Mm -hmm. we're, you know, if we're, we have so many commercials, um, then it's just, it takes longer. So just know that the episodes are going to be shorter and, and and, in theory, and also Mm -hmm. the commercials are going to be shorter because. We just have to – we just got to move it along here. Got to get mm-hmm. everything done in 2021. So snap, that's the first change you're going to hear. Some new things coming. It's supposed to be by now, but it's not. But just it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, with that said, Mom. Half our time is up. Time's up. <laughs> got to move it along, Mom. Love you forever. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Rush through these things now. I really like. I feel bad because yeah, like I really want to talk about your dad. My mom's dad's birthday was this week, and he passed. When did he die, Mom? Was I born yet? No, he he died the year before you were born. He died in 1982. So Brian knew him. He Brian was three when he died. That's my brother. Um, So I I wanted to reflect on that. I'll tell you what. We'll spend less time on the quote, and we'll spend more time on on this because I do want to get this out. Um, okay. How, how does that, how does that affect you now? Obviously it's been, let's see if I'm 37, it's been 38 years. Um, mm-hmm. When you, cause like the biggest loss in my life has been my grandma. We call yeah. her granny Yancey. She's just a yeah. hoot. She was a hoot. And I, you know, her birthday is November the 11th, 13th. 14th. I'm sorry, not birthday. 14th. 14th. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So every time like like mid November rolls around, I think about it and like I'll have you know I used to get really sad and this this happened about five years ago, mm-hmm. and every year is getting a little bit easier. But obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't like a direct parent, and right. so I just wonder like how how are you feeling this week about it? Well, it's you know it's it has been a long time. This year was a little different in my reflection of our lives together because of my brother dying this past year. Well, I was wondering, because honestly, I, I can't remember you ever mentioning this in yeah. previous years. That, yeah. that, I didn't know. I had no idea that's what this, this yeah, week was. Yeah, it was a little heavier on my heart um, because now I'm you know, the sole survivor of my family, and that feels very strange. So it was just different. I was very, I was very close to my dad, and I'm very much like my dad. Um, so I have a lot, I mean, only only wonderful fond memories of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, thinking about this year, I was thinking about, you know, when my mother died and he became a single dad to to me and my brother. I mean, I was I was um almost 17. My brother was almost 13. So 12 and 16. I mean, that was challenging. Right. And how how different life was with him. And I think that um, if there was anything that uh, my dad did that probably did not serve me well, it was not not being able to grieve my mother together Mm. um, because he just couldn't stand the pain. I mean, I understand it. I definitely understand it. But I didn't really grieve the loss of my mother until I was 33, and she died at, when I was 17 right. because my dad protected us. You know, he wanted to protect us from as much pain as he could. So, you know, he tried his best to put our lives back together without my mom, but we never really talked about it. We needed to process it, and we needed to talk about it, and we didn't. So I hope that, you know, I don't make that same mistake. Right. Um, with you all. But of course you all are older now, so it it wouldn't be the same. But no, anyway, just just reflecting everything. on um you know, just reflecting on what a great life he gave to me and my two brothers, and that now, you know, I'm the one left here on this earth to kind of carry on. Um right. so yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's one thing I, I'll say. I between me and Maggie, we we, we grieve everything, small and big. So mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, that's definitely not, um, not not an issue of showing your emotions in this family. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother doesn't really do a great job at it. My dad doesn't. Um, but I'd say me and Maggie, we definitely we definitely show our emotions. You um, do. You do. But I know that, that yeah, those those birthdays are weird. I'm just, I'm, you know, I just know that one day that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going to lose both of you. Maybe not you. I don't know how those days are going to affect me. You know, I don't really know what that's going to feel like. So it's kind of interesting to hear, you know, somebody, especially, you know, 30, almost 40 years removed. Yeah. You know, kind yeah, of I don't think you ever, right? you never forget your parents. I mean, you just don't. I mean, they're just such a part of you and a part of who you are. I mean, we become who we are because of our upbringing as children. Right. And, yep. you know, we're molded and 
Um, yeah. And so I was, you know, especially close to my dad. So I always remembered him, but I just never really needed to talk about it. But this right. year was especially poignant because of my brother dying. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. And it is indeed about life itself. And it is from D.H. Lawrence. And he wrote, life is ours to be spent, not to be saved. So what that says to me is that, you know, we need to live every day because we don't know how many days we have. Our days are all numbered. And that we need to think about how are we spending our lives? How right. do we, what are we investing in the world, in our families, in our friends, you know, that, that takes up our time? What is our life investment um, in the world? And I think that's something to really and truly reflect on. How are we spending the time that we have? Well, that's really like where I'm running late on time. Got to be careful. <laughs> um, I, I'm i starting to really reflect on that. Mm-hmm. And I I guess I'll, I'll break this down for you because I had a – honestly, getting back to Baltimore on Sunday mm-hmm. was really hard for me. And I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming. Honestly, I drove back into town with my buddy. He stayed with me on my buddy Dan that I drove down to Georgia with and we um, – it was driving back into town actually felt the best it has felt so far yeah. because I was like, Oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of missed this view. You know, I missed the, the there's the domino sugar sign. Oh, there's the water there. You know, just, there's the, there's a the Raven stadium. It was just kind of like, it, it's feeling a little bit more like this is at least my place. I'm not going to call my home yet, but it's my place. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but I struggle because when Dan left, I had this overwhelming, like, What's the word? Like, uh, I don't know if it's loneliness or or what. And what I'm really here's what I'm really struggling with. I'm gonna leave it here for today. We can kind of delve into it later on this week. But I'm glad you brought this up because I'm I have invested so much of my life into work. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I love it. I love every mm-hmm. second of it. Every mm-hmm. I, I know that like we said, I'm so tired. I'm like, I got all this I gotta do <laughs> five o'clock dinner time, whatever. Um, but truly, like I I love it. I feel so I just feel like I'm in ele- my element when I'm doing this kind of stuff, right? That's when that's why I do it. That's why I literally work all day because I I love it. But I've sacrificed a lot. And especially yes. in the radio game. Yes. You and this you can ask any radio person this is you give and you give and you give and you give and you get nothing. There's no parting gift mm-hmm. from radio. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like there is no, and let's just, we'll just take channel 933 for example, right? Mm-hmm. Radio stations expect you to give 110%. Like you got to come in, you got to do the events, you got to, you got to go to the client. I was talking to actually a radio friend about this yesterday. Um, you have to, you, you, I mean, it, it's, it's a grind. It's absolute grind. And you sacrifice so much of your personal life yes. for it. You know, like I moved right. five times in a decade. Right. I've had to change my life and leave my friends and leave my family and mm-hmm. give up. I can't tell you how many things I've had to give up 
mm-hmm. because of this career. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there is no parting gift, right? Like when, when they're done with you, right. that's it. You're done. Right. They slit your throat. They throw you out the door. They act like you never existed. You get a 30 second. You might get a 30 second farewell on the, on the air and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like for what? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really struggling with now mm-hmm. is I'm almost having this weird PTSD thing where I'm like having because the channel 933 thing, like I did work so hard mm-hmm. and I know I haven't told you the full story of exactly what happened, but I've really, I personally feel so disgusted by the whole situation mm-hmm. that it's almost like going into this new relationship now with mm-hmm. mix. I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like for what? And I don't want to feel mm-hmm. that way. I want, right. I want to come in and I really want to give it like, I still have the zest for it, mm-hmm. but I just have this bad taste in my mouth now about what? And like, when I, when I look back over my life, am I going to end up being this like 60 year old dude who's like, well, yeah, I've been on all these radio stations, but I literally have no friends and no family because mm-hmm. I just had to keep moving and I can never have, I can never form a real relationship because I was too scared to get into one or right when everything got comfortable. It's just like, damn, mm-hmm. you know? Good things to reflect on. And that's what, like, that's got me messed up. That's mm-hmm. got me messed up right now because mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. When I was 25, I'd do anything for this, this industry. You right. know, I really would. I would, I went anywhere, did anything. And, and I did, I literally did, you know, right. you have. <laughs> but now, and, and listen, I love it. You put me in the studio like this morning as, as much as I was stressed out and doing the show from home, it felt weird. Like still, like I felt like I was back in my creative space. Mm-hmm. But like for what? Mm-hmm. Like what? It, what is any of this going to mean? Right. Like there's going to be some meaningful things to come from this. Like anybody, I don't. Know, I don't know. If this is like resonating with anybody. I don't know. If this is just me, and this is completely like maybe you're listening. It's like I, I can't relate to this at all. I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like no one can relate to my life, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you're somebody that like just grinds away, you know, and mm-hmm. like you love what you do, but like. What are you sacrificing personally? And I I think it's in your 30s that you start to think about that. Yeah. Because you do have a history to reflect back on and you still have a future ahead of you, um, hopefully. So you really have to, um, you know, the first thing is, I think, to assess your values. What is it that you value in life? And if you live by your values then I believe that you'll be happy and content. But you first have to know what it is you value. Mm-hmm. Right? What is, what's important? What's, what's of value to you? Um, and well, then move forward. I'm a damn near 40-year-old man with nothing to show for it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, that's at not exactly rate. true. At this rate. Uh, that's yeah. not exactly true. No, you don't have a family. You were divorced. Um, but you do have a, a wonderful professional life. And you do have friends, even though they're not in Baltimore. But um, Jess is there. And you'll have more friends in Baltimore when you can get out. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, is this like my next chat? And I, I, listen, we're going too long. As I'm sitting here saying, it's going to be a 30 minute podcast where it's 25 <laughs> damn minutes already. Um, 
is this the next chapter and like what's going to lead me or am i what am i throwing away what i spent five years building in san diego like am i throwing all that away because i don't know i gotta reflect on that i don't really have a much <laughs> i didn't plan on talking about that today <laughs> yeah so okay. life is to be lived not saved yep i love it okay um <laughs> Ask my mom the very first one for the year here in a couple seconds on the show. And if your boyfriend refuses to kiss you, is that a red flag? You may say yes, but his excuse might make you question the validity of it. And so we're going to talk about that in a couple of seconds. I need somebody listening right now to go to barrenbloomnaturals.com. Barrenbloom, B-A-R-E and bloomnaturals.com. I want this company to explode this year. Barrenbloom is a uh, a luxury skin and hair care line that does not break the bank. And I love talking about it. My mom uses it. My dad uses it. My aunt uses it. So many of the certified fans use it. And now I really want somebody this, this year, it's you, I'm talking to you to go to their website and go check out the, what they've got to offer. I swear by their skin products. I didn't really start taking care of my skin for till probably probably my divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and now though, I'm like, I'm kind of a snob on mm-hmm. skincare line, the bullion it's called the bullion. It is their anti-aging formula is so good. Um, I, I pride myself in trying to, when people say, Oh my God, I can't believe you're 37. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But as I take care, I take care of my skin. And if you want that same reaction, I want to highly recommend you go check out their products. It's not just the bullion though. Um, another product I really love is the puffer buffer. If you feel like all your zoom meetings, you've got the under eye bags. This stuff is great for that. Um, the sweet cheeks is really great. The witch's brew, which is the, um, the toner is really good, and that's just that's just skin. There's hair care products. We'll talk more about this week too. Barrenbloomnaturals.com. Let me give you a twenty percent off coupon. Just type in the word Kramer, uh, and like s- send me your feedback. Let me know that you did this. I'd love to um, love to give you some love for for trying it out. So B A R E and Bloomnaturals.com. Also, shout out to our friends over at Magic Spoon Cereal. Uh, I. Another thing I love recommending to you because I think it's just so fun. You know, back uh, the childhood cereal was like the best part. One of the best things. Childhood food just in general. Like why can't we have Lunchables anymore? Those are fun too. <laughs> but childhood cereals were so great. And what made them fun is because they just tasted so good. The problem is we're adults now. It's a brand new year. We're trying to get skinny and stay skinny and stay fit and stay healthy. Can't eat that kind of stuff anymore. Or can you? Magic Spoon cereal is like your favorite childhood cereals reimagined. And I, what I love is the people that have, have tried it and taken a picture and posted it on our Facebook page because they just – you get a kick out of it. It's like just a really nostalgic feeling that you get. Uh, zero grams of sugar, right? 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in every single serving of the cereal. And that sounds crazy for how good it tastes. Uh, and there's so many people that wanted them to do this. They actually did because they have all different kinds of flavors that taste just like your favorite childhood cereals. You now build your very own custom variety box. You can choose from their best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, uh, blueberry fl- flavors, plus the new flavors, which is the peanut butter and the cinnamon. The cinnamon, by the way, is so good if you like uh, cinnamon toast crunch. So, Tastes amazing. So good to be true. Do this. Go to magicspoon.com, magicspoon.com slash Kramer and build your very own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to enter the promo code Kramer at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is actually so confident in this product. They're back with that 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to give you your money back. So why not try it? 
it's a fun treat. It really is. And it doesn't, it doesn't even like count against your dessert. It's great. So go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer, use code Kramer. You get free shipping. And thank you again for magic spoon for being on the podcast today. All right, ask my mom in a couple seconds. We're not doing certified fans because that's on my laptop, and my laptop is apparently missing somewhere in the abyss right now. So, <laughs> not going to give. A, we're not going to give specific shout outs. We did have five new certified fans, though. I tried oh, to manifest five, so new ones and five new ones. We lost two, but it's okay. We netted three, and I feel like that's really good. It's, it's good. nice that we have. <laughs> it's nice we got new people joining the podcast. We're so happy to have you. Sure. So, uh, a quick whoop whoop to all of our all our certified fans just for being here today. Appreciate you. Yes. Whoop, whoop. There you go. And uh, we'll give you your specific shout outs later on this week. All right. Um, in case you're new to this, would you ask my mom on Tuesdays and Thursdays where you can write in advice? My mom's got some great motherly advice. And she's been around the been around been around a long time now, <laughs> 16 years. <laughs> now, this is not our first rodeo, kids. So um, if you ever like listen, it's kind of nice to get unbiased advice because your friends and your family are too close to it sometimes. So that is why we are here. So if you'll do this, uh, you can email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the podcast. This one, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so weird about COVID that I don't even know. But let me explain. And would love your phone calls to 888-Kramer8, K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Okay. Ask my mom for it today. I just closed it out. Patience. Patience. Uh, Kramer, it's so weird with okay, uh, uh, so weird without you. Fam, fam is going through withdrawals. Hope you and your mom have a nice time off. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, tell me if this sounds weird. I've been dating a guy now for almost two years, and honestly, things have not been going well for the last few months. I just had that singing suspicion that he's over me, uh, but maybe he doesn't want to admit it. We didn't see each other for nine days over the holidays. I went to Florida to see my family, drove back on New Year's Eve, and my boyfriend was being weird. He wouldn't take his mask off around me or even hold my hand. So at midnight, I went to give him a kiss, and he wouldn't do it. He just kept his mask on while we sat on the couch. He uh, he said he didn't feel safe since I had been in Florida. I got really angry. He says he wants to be safe. I told him I didn't feel sick at all. We don't live together yet, so I don't know what to think. Happy New Year. Love you forever. Okay. Listen, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I'm what I'm what they call COVID crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just super anxious. Mom, we can t- when we were at home, because I went to Georgia, you know, for close to two weeks. Mm-hmm. And around my family, like my family's been quarantined. And my dad was even like, well, you think I have COVID? I'm like, no, but I'm not. Like, I wore my mask 100% of the time while I was home, when I was around We them. all wore a mask. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. Um, and we, like, I, I just take this stuff so seriously. So I'm really, I don't know if I'm on, like, the extreme end of it. But I just... I'm trying to do my absolute best in this. Mm-hmm. Now, this one's tricky because I'm curious if many people – I'm just trying to think like with my significant other, you know? Like for mm-hmm. example, when Miss California fly out here, mm-hmm. like I'm going to – I'm still going to kiss her because I feel like I've got to take that chance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think it would be kind of weird if I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I feel – this may be one of the very few exceptions 
where I feel like I don't know how much this has to do with COVID mm-hmm. versus how much he may just be over you totally. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from the COVID crazy person, right? <laughs> Ma, how do you feel about that? Like, um, we're all about being safe, right? right. All about being safe on, on, on this show and this family, truly authentically. Like, we're not just saying that because it's like what you're supposed to say. Like, we genuinely yeah. are super cautious with this stuff. Um, we are. But, like, there's some people, for example, like Jess and I do really well with our mask. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we're not in the studio right now, but we do, like, we're, we're in separate studios. And when she comes into my studio or I go in her studio, but we wear a mask. And mm-hmm. um, I, but I know that, like, she's also one of those people that I have to kind of risk it for at times yes. because I do want to, you know, I have to keep some normalcy going, normality mm-hmm. going here, right? Mm-hmm. So, other than that, though, that's really the only people. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, what mom so you occasionally have lunch or dinner together or something right, like that, right? right? So for example, I took Jess out to dinner, her and Garage Boy out to dinner for for Christmas, right before the holidays. Right. And, you know, I love her and I love him and, mm-hmm. like, I, I wanted to do that. So, I risked it. I didn't mm-hmm. risk it for that. Right. Um, I mean, what do you think? Like, is – Kissing your significant other, though, like, should we be being that safe? Or is that, is there something like, is this a bigger problem, you think? Mm. I think it's a couple of things. I think it could be a sign of a bigger problem. I do. Um, And I probably think that more than any other thing. Um, But also, you know, you could solve it by going to have a COVID test. Just go be well, tested. Like, and then, okay, so for example, like it sounded like she just drove back on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. So like there wasn't time right. for a test. So right. like But if he's nervous that she has COVID and that's why he's being distant or saying that he's being distant, then if she has a COVID test, then that should put that aside, right? Yeah. And then she'll have to deal with what's left. Um right. yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Um, 888-Kramer8. Like, do you have that one person or people in your life that you feel like you have to, you know, that you risk it for? Mm-hmm. Or I wonder if there's anybody like, no, like, because I'm, I'm as crazy as I get, there's still going to be some people that I'm going to risk it for, you know? Right. So, and this is, this is our general rule. Is, you know, with Brian and Maggie and now you since you've been home. And that is only you know where you've been and who you've been with. Yeah. So you need to be the judge of how safe you are. We can't judge that. Um, And you know where your friends have been. So if you have friends, you know, that come with you or whatever, then you need to know if they're safe. And you need to be the judge of that because we can't judge that from afar and we don't know. Um, so, yeah, so we feel comfortable with that, but we do keep our mask on when we're together and we've got our house spaced out so that we don't have to be close to each other within six feet when we have, you know, dinner or lunch or whatever. 888 Kramer 8, 888 K R A M E R 8. Does that sound weird? Or is there somebody like, no, like even my significant other, like we we don't kiss until we both been tested if they've been gone or whatever. I don't know. To me, it just sounds, I feel like if, if you didn't say, I have a suspicion he's over me, 
maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a crazy weirdo like that too, and always think <laughs> everyone's over me. So it's fine. All right, mom, that's it. We cut. We got done. It's five fifty-eight. We're done. You got oh. what thirty minutes before dinner, so you're that's good. So good. Thank you so much All for right. accommodating my retiree schedule. You're <laughs> love you forever. And we'll come back here in a couple seconds. This one man over in Arkansas, Kentucky, this one man in Kentucky literally just got $2 million by something that you and I would never think to do. This story makes me feel like, what? So hang on for that. Uh, I don't, I must be in my head today. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm just like, what am I doing in my life? It might feel like that too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the new year and resolutions or whatever, but, um, you feel like there's there's something you've always wanted to try. Like, why wait? Why? Like, what are we waiting for? Like, why are we just jumping on and doing these things? Skillshare.com could be the answer for you. Um, Skillshare, in case you don't know what it is, it's an online learning community where millions of people come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people like me and you. It's on topics like illustration, design, photography, video, freelance, and more. My mom did the um, iPhone photography on there, and she was like a pro now. I'm like, what? It took her like 50 minutes to do the thing, and now she's like a pro. It's crazy. Uh, why wait? Why wait? You know, like if you're a lifelong learner, what are we waiting for? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a two month free premium membership to go check it out. And hopefully you will, because we're a big fan. Um, if you go to skillshare.com slash Kramer, K R A M E R. And I hope you'll do it anyway because it actually does help the podcast when you go and you sign up for that free trial. Uh, and then check it out. And for two months, and if you're if you're not digging it, you can always cancel it and no cost to you whatsoever. But it does it does really help the podcast. So I really appreciate it. But I, I truly do believe in Skillshare. I think it's a great website. I think you can go learn a lot on there, especially for us creative-minded people. Uh, Skillshare.com slash Kramer. It's also incredibly affordable, by the way, after your free trial, especially when you compare it to those in-person classes and workshops, like radio workshops, and I go do those, it's like two thousand dollars crazy this is less than 10 bucks a month for that annual subscription just go check it out see what you think skillshare.com like let's like what are you waiting for all we have today skillshare.com slash kramer i have been telling you too that i'm back in therapy which i'm excited about and i've been using uh betterhelp.com i highly recommend this out of all the therapy things that i've done before and i've done them all i've been in therapy for since 2011. So for a decade now, I've been in therapy. And I think this is the most effective way that we have. We have so many tools now digitally. You get connected with a therapist in less than 24 hours and you start ha- you start breaking down your issues. It's amazing. I work with uh, Miss Pam, who is – she's just a joy. I don't know how – she's got to be probably 60 years old. She's great therapist though. Great. Th- We've done more – I'm making so many breakthroughs. We'll talk about it later this week. But I made so many breakthroughs. This week, uh, these last three weeks than I, I have in, in my romantic life, I would say, in the last three years. So that's how much hit therapy can help. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I hope that you'll go to BetterHelp.com and start living a happier life today. As a listener to this podcast, you get 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp dot com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people that are taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Never would have thought of doing this. You probably wouldn't either. Now this man's got $2 million because of it. What? It's crazy. Uh, There's a dude over in Kentucky, and this is the good news, by the way, in case you're new to our podcast. We do good news here at the end of the show, and typically it made me laugh. We're going to skip it today because it's just too hard because I don't have my laptop. (laughs) 
Man in Kentucky, man, he got lucky by playing the lottery last week, and his post-Christmas win is all thanks to a movie he saw literally one time. I don't even know what movie it was, but this guy who's unidentified, by the way, used the numbers he saw in the movie to uh, on his ticket. And it paid off in a big way. So the character in this movie, which he – I don't know why they don't mention what movie it was. Let me do some research on this because I'm, I'm just curious what movie it was. Um this character wins the lottery by using the same numbers, and so this guy has now been playing them for years too. And then December twenty-six rolls around, that number combination rolls around with all five white ball numbers. Now he didn't match the Powerball number, which, by the way, would result in three hundred forty million dollars. But don't feel bad because he still won two million dollars after taxes. It's going to take about one point four million dollars home. It says pure luck too, just complete, and it is. I mean, it's complete pure luck, but. I would never think to watch a movie and then all of a sudden just be like, well, let me play these numbers for years now, too. I'm trying, I'm just scrolling through a couple sites to see if I can figure out what movie it was. No, it doesn't say. I don't know. It's crazy, though, right? Uh, but good for him. Really cool story out of, uh, now this is the story out of Kentucky. No, Arkansas. Um, I, the cost of medical expenses in this country drives me crazy. It does. Uh, I got a friend whose mom went bankrupt because she had to go – she didn't have insurance. Ended up having to go to the emergency room over something that was not huge and then had to you know, go bankrupt because she couldn't pay the bill. It's crazy. Uh, but this story made me happy. should make you happy too. There's hundreds of people that are starting off 2021 without any medical debt. It's thanks to the act of kindness from oncologist uh, Dr. Omar At. Uh, probably Atik, that's how you pronounce his last name. But he closed his his cancer clinic over in uh, over in Arkansas after 29 years and erased 650 thousand dollars in medical debt that were owed by his former patients. Actually, when he first closed down his practice, he worked with a billing company to try to collect the payments, and then he's like, "No." He said, "I realized that like there are, are people that are unable to pay." He said he's always been kind of uncomfortable with sick patients, not only having to worry about like their their own health and quality of life and their families, but then also money on top of that, you know, being like, oh, yeah, also, can you just pay that bill? His clinic made it a practice, though, to never turn away people because they didn't have the insurance or money to pay. But now he's taking that generosity one step further. So it was Christmas week, and they, uh, all of his former patients, about 200 of them, got a letter letting them know that they had uh, the clinic was wiping out their balance. And he said he did it because he just wanted to, to make life a little easier and give them a sigh of relief. I'm sure it did. You know, it had to have. So that, there you go. Another feel good story for today. And that is it. Our 30-minute podcast is now 50 minutes almost. So we're going to end here today. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of it. Love you like a family member. Really do. Love this podcast. Thank you to certified fans. Back tomorrow with a moment Kramer history. Love you. Bye.